What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Social Media Mindset Podcast. The place where we invite real people to talk about their journey on social media. We'll dig deep into the mindset it takes to be yourself, create massive value, and do it over and over again. This could be the episode that changes your business and life for the better. So let's go. What is up, everybody? Welcome back. We've got another episode of the Social Media Mindset Podcast. And if you're listening to this, you can't see her, but... I can go ahead and guarantee you that there will not be a guest on this show that has cooler glasses than the one that I have with me today. Guys, I have got Johanna McDaniel, and we've actually, we've never met in person, which I guess is not super weird now that we're in this whole COVID thing, but people kept saying, you need to get her on, you need to get her on, you need to get her on, and so here we are. And so, Johanna, will you will you just in 30 seconds, will you encapsulate who you are to the people? Hey, uh, yeah, <laughs> I am a mom. I'm a, a wife, um, husband and wife team at Keller Williams. I, um, I'm an artist. I have an art degree from the University of North Texas. And I'm a social media nerd. And I also really love memes. So that's that's me. Well, you know, let, let's just, let's just start there for a second. What, what do you, like, why do you love memes so much? Uh, it's a, it's a really direct and efficient way to communicate with humor and it's, it's equal opportunity offensive and the world, it's wonderful. I love it. You know, I, so it's funny. You're the only person that's ever said this on, on, on the show, but I, I teach in one of my classes to respond to people's posts with memes and with gifs or gifs, however you say it, because it's just so much more memorable than doing anything else. And, and well, with the gif and the, any video type of meme or a YouTube reference or anything like that, uh, video just there's so many studies shown that it you can't beat it. Yep, you can't. So I'll, I want to start here with you. How long have you been doing real estate and, and what did you do before? Just over two years. And before that, I was a social media manager, but I was a social media manager for small businesses, just very small time, very, very part-time just to bring in some extra spending money for me. I was a stay-at-home homeschooling mom and um, it was just something that I could do to make money on the side. So it wasn't, I don't want to put that out there saying, oh, I already have an advantage on social media. It's just kind of a... Um, I'm yeah. a so it was just an easy thing for me. Yeah, no. So, but, but that's such a great, I'm, I'm, it's awesome that that's what you used to do because I'm curious from your perspective, when you would bring on a new client that you would begin to manage social media for, what, what were the things that you had to undo the most often that like they mm. had poorly done or just ignored all together? Yeah, we would, we would just leave everything that was there and then um, start, I would have to create a branding package for them nine times out of 10. Okay. Because and they have their, to, yeah, they have the their, audience doesn't know, explain like what a branding package is. 
So a branding package is kind of, you're, you're choosing all the main colors that you're going to be using on any kind of Canva graphics or Illustrator, anything that you're going to be yeah. creating. And then uh, fonts that you're going to use consistently throughout. Uh, you always want to be consistent. You don't want to just use the pretty font of the day. Kind of. Right, right. And um, it makes it look like you're an elementary school teacher. So it's, um, you know, nothing wrong with that, but it's it's a different audience. You know, we're looking for a professional corporate right, right. route yeah. to there. And that's what I was having to make. They hadn't done any of that. It was yep. pretty font of the day, no font, no color schemes. It would be uh, shoot from the hip photos of their coworkers kind of thing. That was it. Just nothing. Um, just adding a little bit more polish so that it looked intentional. Yeah. See, that's the word I think of of social media is just in being intentional. And I think we overthink that word, but it's, it's really as simple as you just explained it by just being consistent with colors and fonts that can completely revolutionize the look of your brand without a whole lot of effort. Yeah. So you, you came out of that into real estate. And as you know, most real estate agents are pretty awful on social media. And so what do, what do you feel like you used the most to your advantage once you moved into the real estate space with social media? I have found that my use of humor and being able to talk to people like they're people rather than a sales pitch yeah. has made it just simple. I mean, they're now talking to a real person rather than a bot or somebody who's running a business page or um, you're just my next dollar. So that's where... It. I really like the social media aspect of it. So, so walk us through like, like what would be an example of taking a, a boring, normal post, but like adding humor to it to, to get more engagement. So for instance, <laughs> I um, posted on um, a mom group this week and I said, Hey, please post your links to sell your Girl Scout cookies. And I just wanted everybody to spam that post with their Girl Scout cookie sales so that those of us who are buying them can know where to find them. Heck yeah. Uh, Make it easier for us to find you. But I also attached a um, a GIF on there of uh, Dave Chappelle as Tyrone Bigum. And he's like scratching his neck (laughs) like I'm like a cookie addict, you know, and it's uh, it's funny. I love it. So, okay. So this is, this gets into mindset because I run in and I'm sure you do too, because you teach a lot of classes inside of real estate for other real estate professionals. The the realtor that would go, isn't like, isn't being funny in your, in your business posts? Like, isn't that unprofessional? Isn't that like, like what, like, what do you say when somebody, cause I bet you and I are the same, but I, I want to hear your, your take on it on the person that feels like that's that, that that's not deemed as professional. It is. So you have to know your audience. If your audience is on Facebook, nobody's professional on Facebook. Yeah. If it's any kind of traction. Um, it doesn't mean you don't have to be unkind to people. We're always being kind and we're always being um, sensitive to um, political hot points and things that will trigger people. You know, we're always kind of doing that, but humor is universal. Like we can, we can definitely play on the same playing field. Now there's definitely going to always be some one person who's offended by something, but um, barring that person, um, communication is just so much more organic and healthy if we can laugh together. Oh and my so, gosh, so true. 
yeah. And, um, as far as being professional, like I'm not, I'm not going to be posting that kind of stuff, maybe like in a news article or a magazine, sure. if I'm trying to get a luxury client or something. This is just right. for my regular run of the day, regular residential client. Yeah. So it's so good. And, and so how, what would you say to the person that, that says, Johanna, I'm, I'm just not funny. I'm not, like, I don't really have a good sense of humor. It, is there hope for those people? Or do we just have to go, you're right. You are very lame. And I have, I have nothing to offer you. Like, how do we help them be more funny? I mean, it's more business for me if I don't have them as competition online. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's just be real. No, um, you know, it's one of those things where you can fake it till you make it. You know, it's like, it's like anytime a new, a new fashion comes into style, Nobody really loves it at first, but you're sure. going to go buy it because everybody else is wearing it. Yeah. And then you don't feel uncomfortable. You feel like you're kind of a poser or whatever, and um, you get used to it. And then suddenly everybody's wearing it. And it's all day long. Everybody's wearing it and it's the hairstyles and everything. And now it's normal. And so then it's okay. Right. Yeah. But if you can get over that and push yourself to that, um, I'm going to just do it kind of thing, then it'll become normal faster for you. Makes it easy. Okay, so just do it, right? Nike makes that sound so easy, but we always say that we say it every day, but we don't we don't just do it, <laughs> right? So, so from from a mindset perspective, how do you push through those quitting points where others might stop after the third try, but you're obviously saying just do it, keep going, don't stop. How, how do you push through in those moments where you wanna you wanna stop everything? So with social media, um, there are a lot of coaches that are free. They're offering free advice just all over the internet. And a lot of them will say, hey, send me a message and I'll audit your profile for free and I'll see what you're doing. Yeah. And I'll give you some feedback. You have to be open to feedback. And if they come back and say, yeah, you're doing everything right, you just need to give it some time. Because social media, I mean, it can take six months to a year to get any kind of actual major traction on things. And so you just have to be patient. Guys, I, I hope, I hope y'all are listening because this is, this is, this is social media gold and, and you, you use one of my favorite words. I love feedback and that's weird, right? Because most of the time the feedback we need the most is the most painful. Yeah. So how do you, if, if I did an audit of your profile and I was like, oh, you've got some pretty broken parts. How do you not let that cause you to just think you suck, but truly train yourself to go, well, that, that hurt, but in the long run, like that's going to help me. That's been a big discussion that I've been having with my business coach, um, and how to help people move into that mindset because the being okay with not being perfect is, is difficult for a lot of people, myself. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I think what it is, is that if you know that the monetary value at the end of that road is worth the pain up front, then ahead of time, like if you've decided, okay, well, it's okay. I'm going to make more money if I can just fix this yeah. thing, then, um, then it's more palatable. So true. So true. So you, well, I've actually heard this from other people more than I've heard it from you, that you are like the queen of Facebook groups. That that is where you tap into a lot of your opportunity, but most realtors I know don't spend jack amount of time 
in Facebook groups at all. So why did you choose Facebook groups? Was it hard at first? You know, what benefit comes from it now? Like talk us through the power of the Facebook group. So a Facebook group is um, a place where people can collect together and sell items or ask questions and it can be locked down in private to where um, there's not going to be a lot of like outside voyeurship. So like moms can have groups of just moms and you're not having a bunch of other people just voicing opinions or um, they're, they're not unqualified. It's like we're vetted members of these groups. So it allows you to have, and especially in COVID-19 era, it allows you to have direct access to your community and real people with real interactions on a daily basis um, without all the fluff of now it's a paid advertisement or it's something that's just a spam drip email campaign or anything like that. It's like, I'm a real person posting a real question. And then you put a response in my post. And now I'm actually responding to you as a real person responding to a real person. It's uh, it cuts out all the middle crap. So um, the reason why I started with groups is because it was free. When as a new agent, I was broke and I had no, I didn't have any kind of money for advertising. Yep. I had no money to do mailers. I didn't have time to go knock on doors because I had two little kids with me. I couldn't take them through the summer heat, knocking on hundreds of doors. I just couldn't do it. So that was my only option. So I just had to, had to do that. So you, you jumped into the, the world of, of Facebook groups but I've, I know there's a lot of realtors that will just spam the crap out of those groups. So how do you how do you always make sure that you're coming from a place of value? Is it what you're posting and then intentionally commenting on other people's posts, responding to other people's comments? Like what does that daily that daily action look like? Yeah, and so I I admin a lot of the groups now, but. Um, a lot of, so for instance, it, to avoid spamming now, a lot of groups have said, you can only post business stuff on Wednesdays or the first okay. Wednesday of the month or whatever okay. the rule is. And so it's really narrowed it down. So you have to be really creative to not do a directly businessy sure. post, but still yep. just be like, I'm a realtor. <laughs> and so right. some of us have gotten really creative with it. And so I see you guys see you. Um, but I always think it's fun to um, have, you know, say, oh, what's what's the best date night idea? And then uh, you get a million responses and then you can just send everybody a message saying, hey, thank you so much. Have you been there? What did you order at this restaurant? And start talking to them and then just say, oh, by the way, if, you know, if you or anyone you know is thinking about buying or selling real estate, give me a call. You're going to do the, the script. And you don't, don't just, it's not like, you're not going to be like uh, the, the Plexus sales girl, where it's just like that you haven't talked to since high school, you know, and she's like in your DMs now saying, Oh, Hey, how's it going? And you're like, what are you selling? But you'll <laughs> you just, but you, that. Will, you will drop that. You'll drop that. If you know anybody that wants to buy, sell, or invest, <laughs> like you'll use that. So that, that is like the cheesiest script ever. And that's what, um, that's what they, they teach you in like one-on-one classes. But it's it it works. It's tried and true. I don't I don't drop that specifically. That's just off the top of my head because there's a real estate specific um, meme page on Instagram who uses that. Not just a, a massive amount of times. So it's just it's now it's it's stupid. Anytime I hear it, I start laughing. So 
So um, I, I will say, hey, uh, well, how long have you lived here? Are you from the area? You know, are you moving? Okay. And say, hey, if there's anything you need help with, I really appreciate your help with this, you know, referral. I'm a real estate agent. If you happen to know anybody, the market's real tough. So we're looking around too. you know, make it conversational, make it easy. Yeah. Somebody would say to somebody in the grocery store, you know, don't make it weird. Yeah. Well, so I think, I think most realtors just mail it in, right? So they're just looking for the moment that they think they can just copy and paste that script in there. And what I hear you saying is like, you've got to be a real person for a little while to begin to establish some credibility, some rapport before you can just go drop that bomb on them. Yeah. You can't, you, you have to be a real person. Yeah. There's so much spam and so much just noise that if you're not real, then people will tune you out immediately. You will immediately get discredited. You immediately get blocked on Facebook or they just unfollow you, whatever it is. You you have to be real. These like keeping current matter subscriptions. Yeah. It fills your feet up with content, but it's terrible. Like you're wasting your money. Don't pay for that. So is part of your goal in a group, are you trying to get people to a place where you can send them a friend request or, or they, so so will you shamelessly send them? Like you're not waiting for them to send you one. You, you wait for that moment and then you'll send them one. I send I send all sorts of strangers friend requests all the time. I love it. I love and, it. And I don't even have to send them a message. It's even better. Like when you send a friend request and or you get a friend request and you add them and you know and you immediately get that buzz that you've gotten a message from, you're like, oh, they're selling me something. So I won't even Yeah. I just add them as a friend and I hope that they show up in my feed or I'll go to their yeah. profile and comment on their most recent photo of their kid and be like, Oh, she's so cute. You know, and that kind yeah. of thing or whatever is appropriate for a dude to do, you know, guys, That's an awesome car, whatever, you know, please. And the more you interact with the people, now they show up in your feed and you can right. interact with them more. And now you're their friend. And so this now, is huge. Yeah. Because what this happened to me yesterday, I accepted a friend request from someone that I didn't know. And literally within eight seconds of pushing the button, I was getting invited to like her business page. And it feels so shady. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's like, it's a, it's a script that they've built into their page or something. Yeah. So, so guys, stop it. What <laughs> I just, just freaking stop. Okay. Because I can't take it anymore. I can't handle it. We, we need realness. We need rawness. And, and you're doing such a great job of this. And so how does video play into just what you do on social media? So if I'm doing like a live selfie video, um, I, I need to do more of this. I was really good about doing it before uh, pre-COVID. Yeah. And then um, post-COVID, it was no makeup, no hair, pajamas, Johanna. So I was like, uh, no, we'll just yeah. do house tours. Um, and the live videos actually uh, provide people your personality. Now they get to hear you. Yeah. Now they get to see you and hear you all at once rather than text or something that can be mis misperceived or misread, um, taken offensively. Now they see that you're just, Oh, for me, I'm like, Oh, she's super goofy. And Oh, those are actually her glasses. It's not a filter or that kind of thing. Yeah. Makes it, um, you're way more relatable at that point. So, what all different ways do you use video? Because I know you mentioned home tours. 
You mentioned going live pre-COVID with your face in it. Uh, are you putting videos in groups? Uh, I know you're doing some TikTok, which I want to dig into here in a couple minutes. But what, like, what is the array of, of video usage for you? So my, my top performing videos are just me talking about the issue of the day. Um, I have a ton of renters and in my, in my network. And so I'm talking about, you know, things you need to work, work on before you can buy a house. And okay. it's just really like, I'm not pulling any punches. I'm being very brash with my facts. Like you can't do this, this, and this, you have to do this, this, and this. And then the next best ones are just me driving my car with my phone on the little like dash mount. And it's me talking about what I've done today. And also like, um, you know, complaining about such and such car that just cut me off and that kind of thing. It's just me being me. It's me talking I love to it. a friend. Yeah. So how, cause I mean, you're, you are wearing bright red glasses and I am known as being a, a louder personality and, you know, the things that I will wear and do, how do you, like, where does your confidence come from to, to just boldly put yourself out there, willing to take on anything negative that may come your way? Right. Like, I mean, how, how did, how do you do that when, when social media makes most people feel so insecure? I, uh, I have lived like in a personal, like hovel hole my whole life. I've always been very shy and, um, Oh, I'm sorry. It's all right. This is a real, this is a real life. We're not, this is, this is not called the perfect podcast. So I'm going to turn my phone off because I won't even edit this out because <laughs> I just like the raw and the real. So, so, um, I went after my second baby and I was telling um, Jimmy and Linda McKissick this yesterday, but I went through this super deep depression wow. and uh, I, I didn't know how to make friends. I didn't know how to save myself. I didn't know how to like fix what was wrong with me in my head. And so this was when we lived in Seattle. So my husband and I, we decided to move back to Texas so that we could become healthy again and um, move forward. But during, during the regaining of mental health, especially you read a lot of self-help books and a lot of it was just very, uh, from what I, what I felt was just cheesy. Like, I'm not going to tell myself that, uh, I'm going to have a great day today. Like out loud, like I feel so goofy saying oh. affirmations out loud, you know? Yeah. And, um, but it works even just like going through it in your head. Yeah massively rewires your brain. And so you need to do that for, um, for starters, but, um, the confidence is, is that what do I have to lose? You know, like yeah. if you so really good. look at it on paper and you just put it down as like a fact on paper, make it just so like such a tiny little task of writing. Well, yeah. if I do it and it's embarrassing, they won't like me. Like who cares? Then you can say who cares, you know, cause now you're seeing it on right. the paper and you're like, Oh, I'm being silly. Um, you just have to really give the uh, size of the issue its actual size rather than blowing it up in your head. So what, what would you say like in that season of life for you, is there, is there one particular book or podcast or piece of advice someone gave you that, that just sticks out to you that was the most beneficial? Oh, not in particular. We read okay. a ton of stuff and we've watched a ton of stuff. And then of course, Gary Vaynerchuk is huge and um, we follow him too. And 
there's just, it's been a whole like amalgamation of a whole bunch of things, but life is just too short to worry about what other people are thinking. As long as you are within legal parameters and ethical parameters, yeah, you're fine. Go do it. I love it. I love it. So, so good. So I want to kind of begin to wrap things up with, with some, some TikTok because I ask all my guests, right? You fill out a questionnaire and I ask everyone like, what's something that you want to talk about that would seem kind of random for what our episode is. And TikTok was the first thing you said. So let's talk TikTok. What, what do you love about it? Does it actually bring, like, has it brought money into your business? No, not yet. <laughs> okay. So, so you're, you're kind of setting the stage with TikTok in preparation for what may be next. Mm-hmm. What do you, what do you love about TikTok that keeps you coming back? So what's insane is that on TikTok, you are definitely dealing with kids who um, have always had all of the internet and all of education at their fingertips always. Yeah. And so they can research opinions for themselves. And so we always say this group believes this and this group believes this, and they're always fighting against each other. These kids are in the middle and they believe whatever they want. And so the potential for education and um, going viral and being funny or having an opinion that's just totally off the wall is just so it's fun. It's kind of the wild west of social media right now. It is. Um, it, it really is. Yeah. But the one thing that I'm finding to be really interesting is my videos, they, they suck. They're not great, but they're fun. So it's fun. It's a good place to practice yeah. on just getting comfortable on the camera. Now, but will you repurpose those videos onto Facebook or Instagram? I, I sometimes will share them onto Instagram reels if, if it's okay. Or if I'm making yeah. something for Instagram reel, I'll always share it over to TikTok, but I'm actually having to do a new profile soon because I'm too all over the place. So pro tip on TikTok, if you have a profile and you're doing all the trends and you're doing dancing and then you're also going and doing a home tour and then you're doing an educational talking video, you're never going to blow up because it's the algorithm is trying to filter you to too many things. Okay. Um, You need to have something that's just one single purpose. They really like just the one niche. So what I found, and I don't, I don't know if you've seen this, but I'll do a video on TikTok and, you know, it might get a hundred views on TikTok, but then I'll post it on Facebook yeah, and I can get a thousand views. And so I'm not really using TikTok to grow TikTok more so is just using TikTok to force me to do a, a video that I may not normally do. And then the main purpose is to just share that with my people. I have found that um, on TikTok, I, my comments on other TikTok videos will go viral, but my videos won't. Really? So what I, I, uh, there was a video recently where somebody was like, well, you can make six figures without a degree. And all of a sudden I was like, just become a realtor, um, make crap tons of money. But they, uh, <laughs> and so then I had like hundreds of responses. And so I'm trying to keep up with these like 18 and 19 year olds who are graduating high school. They don't know what to do. They don't want to go. Oh, wow. Class. Yeah. Yeah. And so now I have this like massive list of potential recruit agents that are working on their real estate licenses because they've actually already talked about it and wanted to consider it. And so we're working with them. But what's weird is that they filtered because 
the way TikTok works is if you're not friends with somebody, you can't send them a message. And so unless I was following them back, they couldn't send me a message. So they saw my Instagram. So I'm getting all these DMs in my Instagram. Yeah. TikTok. And, and that's huge. Cause that's what we're seeing with clubhouse too. Yeah. Is I'm getting a ton of engagement on my, on my Instagram because of my, my involvement on clubhouse. Yeah. It's fascinating yeah. stuff. So yeah. what do you see? This is, this is my final question. And then we're going to let everybody know how they can connect with you if, if, and when they want to follow you, which they all should. So I imagine you're going to get millions of requests at the end of this episode. Millions. Give me, give me to that 10,000. If not billions. <laughs> so what do you see as like the future of, of social media marketing? You know, if, if looking at the, the, the rest of 2021, you had to put all of your eggs into one basket. You know, would it be your continued effort on on Facebook, doubling down on TikTok? Like, what what is the what does the rest of this year look like for you, marketing wise? If I could, if I could start going viral on TikTok, it would be TikTok. Okay. Um. If but since it's not until it does, it's Facebook. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, fa- but but then I know. I, every episode, I'm like, last question, and then I ask another question. But this is my freaking podcast, so I guess I can do whatever I want. Whatever you want. So we've talked Facebook, we've talked TikTok, but on on the form that you filled out, like you you talked about how you love Instagram. I do. Well, I mean, I'm making a lot of money off of Instagram. Well, so shame on me as the host that's supposed to ask great questions. What what does a lot of money mean? And then what, what are the, what are the most important efforts being put forth on Instagram to yield those results? Okay. So for a lot of money, if you're in the North Texas area, a good, a good, um, medium price home is usually like 300,000 to 500,000. Yeah. And then above that obviously is, um, is gravy. Well, I have one that is over 800,000. They're an out of state buyer. And I was posting home tours in model homes, just trying to build content. And Come on. that I use. And then they're like, hey, I love this house. We're talking about moving. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. <laughs> it was like 1130 at night. And I was Amazing. like, I am now wide awake and I'm going to. So, yeah. so roughly, like what, what's the, like ballpark the commission on, on that? $25,000. So... Here's what I don't think people think from a hashtag, right? Yeah. From a hashtag. And here's what blows my mind. And what I, the reason I love what you do is because it only takes one to make it worth it. And so even if in, in four months of energy and effort, you get that one, that's $25,000 that you wouldn't have had otherwise. Right. Right. So that's a, that's a big deal. And, Mm -hmm. and I, how do you, so this is for real the last question, I promise, because it's a mindset question, which makes it perfect to end with. How do you help another agent that is struggling to keep the long game in mind? Uh, I think just make it easy on yourself. Go in, go in and record vertically because that's appropriate for TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. Yep. Um, don't worry about YouTube. YouTube can come later when yep. you're more comfortable. 
Yep. And you can record one vertical video and post it to all of those platforms and always use hashtags. Always use hashtags. Gosh, dang it. Now I have to ask you one more question. This is the worst. I'm the worst. That's it. Okay. <laughs> How do you know what hashtags are the right hashtags? So I use hashtags based on the area of interest. And so if it's a home tour in Prosper, Texas, I'm going to use hashtags related to local business names, restaurants, area attractions, the schools. Um, I don't ever use Prosper Realtor or um, I'll, I'll say Prosper Moms, you know, th something like that. And then also you can look into hashtags of people that tend to relocate to that area. And so what hashtags are they using? And is there is there a place where you do your hashtag research through? Is it a website? Is it, what, what, what does that look like? I use research by going to other successful profiles and okay. copying what they do. I love it. Brilliant. All for ripping. Wanna, it it's great. You, you have been such a wealth of brilliantness in our, in our episode today. So thank you. You're welcome. Um, how do people connect? Uh, Realtor McDaniel. And that's all one word. Is that, and that, is that Instagram? Is that TikTok? That's everywhere. That's everywhere. Realtor McDaniel. Mm -hmm. That's it. So that's it. guys go connect, go follow, right? You need somebody like Johanna in your life because she's already out in front of you doing the work. And so go be inspired, go be encouraged, go watch people do, do what you want to be doing to keep you motivated, to keep going. Incredible episode. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Yeah. It's, it's been amazing. And, and guys, thank you for listening to another episode of the social media mindset podcast. We'll be back next time with someone. And all I can tell you is that they'll be incredible. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Social Media Mindset Podcast. If this episode made an impact, please consider subscribing, leaving a review, and talking about it on social media. Go make a difference, and we'll see you soon.